I'm Theo. And I'm Juliet. And this is Apologies Accepted. We offer an entertaining look at some of the big issues in history by examining public apologies of the famous and infamous. We're looking at politicians, serial killers, actors, and you. Send us a public apology you would like to make, and we'll read it on the air and give you a chance to redeem yourself, or just get some guilt off your shoulders. We're here for you. Once a week, maybe more if you're really, really sorry. The, the podcast. podcast, and I'm not Theo, and I'm not Juliet. Yay! So Theo, who is Theo? What's shaking bacon? Theo, who is Theo, has some um, really fun uh, news stories to share with you. No, they're Ooh. not news stories. They're podcasts. Okay. They're numbers. Podcast information. Yes, podcast information. Yay. So you know that I like to um, go in and look at our numbers, which yes. are small. And they're We're number sweet. 290 something or whatever in, in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, 220 in Ireland and like uh, 149 in Indonesia. That's, Ooh. you know, cool. Um, and I love diving into Pandora because it shows you a map and it lets you know where people have like signed up to subscribe or have they like, like uh-huh. the thumbs up, thumbs down, all that stuff. So I would like to introduce you to... Peach Glen, Pennsylvania. Okay. It is. A that sounds great. Population of about eh, 2,300. Peach Glen is in Tyrone County. Tyrone something. I don't is know. Is that the Pittsburgh side of Pennsylvania? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up. It's kind of south. Pennsylvania. And, and I didn't care because we got three thumbs down and three thumbs up from Peach Glen, Pennsylvania. What? I know, right? It was like, okay, Peach Glenn, I see you. You want attention. Hi. You got our attention. So three thumbs up, three thumbs down, and we lost two subscribers in Peach Glen, Pennsylvania. They're near Mechanicsburg, which is near Hershey. So they're near Harrisburg. I uh, couldn't tell you. The elevation is 984 feet. Um, the area code is 717. And the public school district that covers Peach Glen is much better than the state average in quality. Wow. That's from some fact website I went to when I was like, who the fuck is Peach Glen, Pennsylvania? <laughs> uh, and so I don't have an explanation for it other than uh, somebody weird. who was like, oh, they said they like thumbs up and thumbs down and they make them <laughs> laugh. And so that's that. Or it's a thruple and they got a divorce Oh. Yes. Yes. Maybe. That's the only explanation. So It does make sense. It's seriously Peach Glen, Pennsylvania, hotbed of sexual I don't know. Diversity? Okay, sure. <laughs> I was going to go with another word then I was like, "Oh, that's too judgy. Don't use that word." Yeah. Um, we like diversity. Yeah, we well, we do. We love diversity, but we don't like yeah. Peach Glen, Pennsylvania now. Um, okay. Well, thanks, Peach Glenn, for giving us a try. <laughs> for even giving if you don't us like us. The thumbs up, and we'll ignore the thumbs down. And yeah, not <laughs> not zero, but okay, cool. Um, and then uh, this week, work, work, work. But I was listening to my friend Kelly Goodman's podcast. Not a commercial, but is it? Um, <laughs> called. Well, a, what's it called? And another thing. Okay. And uh, she. 
they were doing a little chat thing where they were just asking each other questions, which if we ever like, mm -hmm. oh, we don't have anything to talk about, going to steal that idea. So the question was, would you be friends with a clone of yourself? Oh, my God. And they both came down to, no, no, I wouldn't be a friend with a clone of myself because I'm too this and I'm too that. And I would get on I my would own totally nerves. Be, I would be best friends with my clone. We I would, would be fucking totally, marry my clone. I mean, you know what you like. You know, you understand each other. You, you like the same things. I mean, what's not to love? Yeah. I mean, that was the first thing. <laughs> thing i went to was friends i want to marry my clone like <laughs> this is the best life i'm ever gonna have <laughs> i would be ideal i mean there there would probably be some negatives but i cannot fuck, think I mean, of one you can overlook any negatives there would be because you overlook them in yourself right i mean that's my theory anyway. i would just say it's so. probably like i would be too humble and then I would have to <laughs> listen to you. I would be too great. Right. It would be hard to <laughs> double perfection. It would just make everything too wonderful. We have to share this happiness what with the world. Question, though. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Well, that would just be like being an identical twin, though, wouldn't it? Mm, I mean, no, because I think so. Maybe. Although a clone of you would be younger, so that would be weird. Well, let's let's imagine that you're. I don't know. Let's. Um, you were cloned at birth. Yeah. Well, or it's a machine. You walk in and you get a clone that you. Oh. Right. Okay. I mean. Okay. Of course. I, I, I can fight your hypothetical with any hypothetical. <laughs> I mean, as long as it's in the world of imagination, anything can happen. So. But sometimes in reality. Um, and sometimes in. Speaking reality. of reality, what's shaking, bacon? Um, I got my haircut last week, which was totally exciting because I got to leave the house and go get a cup of coffee at the coffee shop next door to the hair salon and hang out with my hairstylist for two hours while she messed around with my hair and just made it look exactly the same, only shorter. But, um, but I love my hairstylist, so she's, she's great. Um, and, uh, it's great to hear about her family and what, whatnot. So, so that was fun. Um, and that's really all I've done. I think I thought I had something to tell you, but now I can't remember what it was. So never mind. Mm. I did lose another pound. Yeah. Congratulations. I mean, it's so slow though. I mean, these pounds are just like crawling off. It's just, it's, it's, it's excruciating. Cause every time I get on the scale, it's like either I've lost like three ounces or I've gained weight, you know, a little bit of weight. And then the next time I've lost more and it's just awful. I, I'm, I'm not enjoying it. No, but it's going in a general it's downward down. trend. So yeah. That's good. And it's yeah. more healthy, again, to lose it over time. So, yeah. every, you know, if you lose a pound a week, that's well within the range of normal and healthy. Yeah, it's it's averaging out to be, I think, a little more than a pound a week, which is whatever. It is what it is. I mean, I wish it was five pounds a week, but I'd have to eat a lot less to lose five <laughs> pounds a week. And I don't think I'm going to go there. I'd also have to exercise more or exercise at all, which I'm not prepared to do yet. So exactly. I mean, please. I, I figure when I lose 10, 15 more pounds, then I'll start exercising, but we'll see. We'll see. And that's only like five weeks we'll away. Uh, that's five pounds if I lose a pound a week. Okay. So that's like seven weeks away. <laughs> it's like summer or something it's crazy can you believe it's going to be summer eventually no it's hard to imagine to me that it's getting warm now because it's so cold lately here it's been like in the 40s oh we had 
a day where it was 83 degrees and then oh it went down to like 22 a couple of days later and so oh. it's just that time of year here where the the temperature swings are ridiculous it could be a 60 degree change within a day uh wow. just stupid you can go outside during certain periods of the year and you can feel the cold air coming in uh wow. you can just feel the temperature dropping as you yeah. stand there it's it's ridiculous um that's nuts yeah just another reason to hate texas oh i can't believe i said that <laughs> yeah texas has been doing some really crazy things lately that are not fun so no oh my the god you get out of there, the, the better. trans kid um thing yeah. that governor abbott passed because you know trans children are such a danger to society and then they're taking over the world I I can't believe that that you can now just same thing with the abortion law right yeah that um, that a teacher has to call child protective services if there is a right. transgender child in their classroom who is wearing gender affirming clothing or right. or receiving medical treatment right it's just insane it's it's beyond it's seriously it's beyond insane. And I get what he's doing, which is the whole, oh, my God, I better, like, get all the Christians all riled up and get them all on my side because I accidentally killed a bunch of people last winter with the stupid electrical yeah, outage. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, oopsie, I, I really need this job. Ugh. Ugh. He's the worst. He's just literally the worst. For, well, we'll be talking about somebody who's probably equally as bad. Uh, but yeah, he's a fuckhole and I'm not a fan. Me either. So yeah. So speaking of bad people, I guess we can move on and talk about our, our, um, our podcast topic for the day, which is a dude, um, a Sarasota congressional candidate named Martin Hyde. And as of yesterday, he ended his campaign against us representative Vern Buchanan. Hyde is a Trump Republican who received national media attention and scorn over a police body cam video of his actions at a traffic stop on Valentine's Day of this year. That's February 14th, in case you didn't know. Uh, Martin Hyde released a public apology after he threatened to end the career of an officer who pulled him over for texting and driving and speeding. In the body cam video, the female officer explained to Hyde that he's being pulled over for speeding and for texting while driving. And less than 30 seconds into their their interaction, um, Hyde says to the officer, you know who I am, right? And he then says, I'll just call the chief. How about that? Um, the video shows him questioning the officer's nationality when she returns with citations for speeding, texting while driving, and failure to produce a registration. He said, is it your Russian immigrant status that makes you talk to people like this? Which is really low. I mean, that's like, that's, that's threatening Especially her. since he's a fucking Australian. Right. Well, I thought he was British, but um, maybe he's Australian. Is he Australian? I should have said fucking Australia. Sorry, Australia. You know I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's not. He's Is he a citizen? I don't know. He would have to be but in order to run for office. So, so even even as a he's, a, he's an immigrant congr and Florida congressional, okay. a more recent he's one than, than she probably yeah, and she's not even Russian. She's Latvian, which is neither here nor there, probably. But um, no, it's anyway. So video, 
Video from the traffic stop also shows the congressional candidate threatening to end the officer's career with the police department. So he was so um, abusive, I guess I would say, that she called for her supervisor to respond and also called for a backup unit, saying that he was being extremely uncooperative. And that didn't stop Hyde, who told one of the officers who did respond as backup, we're going to make sure that she pays the price for being disrespectful. So he was assuming that the officer who responded as backup was going to be on his side which is a big assumption, if you ask me. Um, he later talked to local radio station WFLA about the traffic stop and said he happened to be in a grumpy mood that day. He said he respects law enforcement officers and added that his oldest son is a sheriff's deputy. So this isn't a question of Martin Hyde disliking cops, he said. This is a question of Martin Hyde being in a ratty mood on a Monday morning and acting in a way that he regrets. I am sorry, and I would like to think that I will learn from it. I would like to think other people might learn something from it, too. Oh, he's such a hero. Okay, Martin Hyde. <laughs> Thank you, Martin Hyde, for teaching us all a lesson in civility, in good manners, and respecting law enforcement, and maybe even being nice to women. Right? What an ass. Um, I tried to bully her, he said of the traffic stop. I am not proud of it. So I think you have some information on bullying. I have some information on bullying, but I'm going to say, like, I think the only honest thing he said was, I tried to bully her. Mm -hmm. And I think he is proud of it. I don't think he's not proud mm -hmm. of it. I think he's mm -hmm. not proud of having been caught out. Um, what, what a jerk. Yeah, and so this story, for me, just... Um, on the surface, it's like, okay, Trump Republican, cops, yep. it feels like there's there's nothing of real interest to me that I want to dive into because mm -hmm. it's just going to make me angry, right? I'm going to read a uh, bunch of stuff. Yeah. Roger Stone is this guy's like political advisor, advisor. right? Yeah. So no good's going to come out of it. The, no. He even said, um, Hyde said, oh, if only I had a Kellyanne Conway. Yeah, if only you had a Kellyanne Conway, that piece of work to help you spin oh things in a more positive light. Um, yeah, so, um, oh, God, just when you think you're done with Trump, he rears his ugly little orange head. I know. So I was like, all right, what, what can I look at that's not going to piss me off? Primates. I love primates. I love monkeys. <laughs> so all I did was watch monkey videos. No. Um, I wondered, bullying, right? What, what is the purpose? Sure, the evolutionary mm -hmm. drive seems really self-apparent. It's to gather more resources, right? If you can... Keep mm -hmm. people below you, then you're the king of the clan. You have everything, and then your offspring live, whatever, blah. Cool. Um, so, a little bit about bullying in the animal kingdom. Um, we'll start with thank you, Scientific American, Thomas Alva Edison's favorite um, idea generating magazine. Oh, wow. Bullying is a specific type of aggression in which, one, the behavior is intended to harm or disturb. Two, the behavior occurs repeatedly over time. And three, there is an imbalance of power with a more powerful person or group attacking a less powerful one. The symmetry of power may be physical or psychological, and the aggressive behavior may be verbal, physical, or psychological. Shunning exclusion. The key elements of this definition are that multiple means can be employed by the bully or bullies. Intimidation is the goal, and bullying can happen in a one-on-one -on -one or a group basis. 
um, the amount of all right, and then so they so they started off looking at like humans, and so they ran a couple of studies, and the amount of bullying experienced by kids in twenty eight different countries varied greatly. The least severe was girls in Sweden, so very nice, very lucky for you girls in Sweden. There's not a lot of bullying happening between you. Um, and the most severe among boys in Lithuania. Uh, in some cases, bullying is used to maintain social order and ensure that no one acquires too much dominance, status, or personal power. In other cases, bullying is harmful and used to injure others physically, emotionally, or socially. Um, and so what they, you know, the premise of the article was, let's look at humans. Okay, bullying is everywhere. It's in every culture. There are varying degrees of bullying, but it happens. So all right, there's probably something going on that's uh, biological, right, or evolutionary. Um, so rats and mice are commonly used as models for social stress during different life phases, including adolescence. Rats who suffered from bullying-like behaviors were less likely to drink water or consume other resources. Mice that suffered repeated social defeats were more anxious and experienced changes in brain chemistry. And then we just jump straight into primates. Yay, which is so fun. Mm -hmm. Except for all these sad stories I'm about to tell you. Um, baboons. Baboons live in a female-centered society, and they are held together by matrilineal bonds that span over multiple generations. Groups of related females work together to compete over resources, and in doing so, regularly gang up on females from other clans. While female baboons are not always bully-like towards one another, they frequently use intimidation and aggression to modify the behaviors of others and to get resources from them. Chimpanzees live in multi-gendered communities and often live in groups uh, where they, so they're born into a group and they live in that group their entire life, typically. Um, mm -hmm. Males also form dominant relationships with each other based on physical power and friendships, which they use in competition over mates. Uh, male chimpanzees regularly intimidate each other with bluffs, displays, charges, and aggression, which can range from making another male move from a resting spot to physical violence. And then they talk about how uh, in adolescence, uh, teen chimpanzees, to use a word, uh, try and enter into a male society. They find their place within the pack. Mm -hmm. Oh, troop. Sorry, that's not the word to use. Um Adolescent male chimpanzees begin at the bottom of the male uh, dominance hierarchy, and they have to demonstrate their value as a friend and an ally while growing and putting on muscle mass in order to move up the hierarchy. Because adolescent males are smaller, weaker, less experienced, and um, I mean, they're just they're more prone to being challenged by older males. And uh, this is a very stressful time for adolescent chimpanzees. Okay. Um, in most cases, the bullying-like behavior experienced by male chimpanzees are temporary and relatively harmless. The most common form of intimidation involves a dominant male puffing himself up with all of his hair standing on end and walking toward or by another male. This is usually enough to compel the subordinate or lower-ranking male to don a fear grimace and put their hand out in a palm-up gesture begging for peace. Um, but if two males are close in rank, they could break out into a fight, and sometimes things can get quite dangerous. Um, and then, essentially, um, 
they in the end the summation is that bullying is used by primates to maintain community harmony social order and that yeah it, it serves a purpose mm-hmm. but uh humans make it a lot more complicated because and, and that I can't get into because I didn't I didn't even look at that right I mean that starts mm-hmm. to enter uh, your field and um, I'm not going to play in that playground psychology is a very scary place <laughs> so um, when Hyde was bullying the traffic stop officer he was doing it to establish his dominance right and maintain order um, and so and for him the order or what he considers exactly order, yeah and the natural order is that officers defer to him women defer to him right right Right. um i guess foreigners defer to him too i don't know yeah maybe i don't know i think he was saying that as a threat like to her visa or something um you know is the fact that you're an immigrant changed anything maybe you need a visa you got issues with uh, immigration would would it be weird if i called immigration on you yeah i don't know i think he was again bullying her well it wouldn't be the first time that uh, somebody's nationality inflamed right. Hyde's sensibilities. Did you see the thing right. about the Puerto Rican teens? We will talk about right. that. Yes. We will talk about that. Um, so um, Hyde was challenging Vern Buchanan in a Republican primary for the chance to represent Florida's 16th congressional district in the U.S. House of Representatives. He initially said that he hadn't been running for public office. He didn't think his recent interaction with officers would be a big deal. I think people need to get a little bit of perspective, he said. While I am sorry, and while I accept that it shouldn't have happened, many, many worse things are happening all over the world every single day, he said. And part of the reason I am running is to make sure we live in a better world. Thank God for you, Mr. Hyde. Thank <laughs> God. He's unbelievable. What a <laughs> jerk. And the Jekyll and Hyde jokes are now starting to write themselves for me yeah, too, exactly. right? But, yeah. I mean, yeah. just a, just, a, oh my God. You know, it's like, thank God I don't know anybody like this. I, I know. In watching him in the 16 minutes of body cam footage that's available online, it makes yeah. for an uncomfortable watch initially. Um, I didn't watch oh, it. I couldn't do it. Couldn't bring myself oh, to do so, it. Oh, so, oh, so, oh, cringe, cringe, cringe. But the initial Ugh. cringe came from, oh, my God, I recognize my own behavior in that. Really? Yeah. Like, if um, I have been stopped by police officers. Sure. And sometimes I am very, I'm pretty much always very polite. But there have been two occasions where I was not very polite. And in both Uh-oh. of those occasions... I played the whole, don't you look at me twice without permission card. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but I will say that it, it probably took me about 30 seconds to realize like, oh yeah, shit. No, you're, you're, you're not an attorney. Your father's not a Supreme court justice. You don't really have any power here. <laughs> you, just, you need to you chill out. Right. Yeah. Now, now it's time to be nice. Right. Yeah. So while most of us would be more humble, um, he did release a statement on social media after the incident um, with the officer saying, just over a week ago, I was stopped in Sarasota for speeding. During the stop, I was belligerent and rude to the officer who stopped me. 
Much interest has been shown in local media and many comments made as to my behavior. I'm not going to justify my poor temper on that day or attempt to mitigate it in any way. There will be some who will say it's not the first time I've acted out, and they'd be right. I have faults, and one of them is to be overly aggressive on occasion when I'm challenged. In the political arena, that is possibly a good thing, but on a personal level, it's not. I've apologized to the officer in question, and now I'm apologizing to the community as a whole. I'm going to do my utmost to behave better going forward. I'm not running away, though, as that's not in my nature. There's nothing more I can or will say on this subject other than I'm sorry for any offense caused to anyone. This guy does not need Kellyanne Conway to help him because, Jesus <laughs> Christ, what a fucking spin there, you know? It's the worst. I'm real it's sorry, and as America's humblest hero, I am here to let you all know what a great person I am. Yeah, I, I, I apologize, but I don't apologize because it's not in my nature to run away. And I'm just going to do what I can for the world as a whole. And, you know, I'm sorry that I offended this woman, but I'm just going <laughs> to go on to make the world me. a better place. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, can you imagine? Just just take that that whole uh, paragraph that he said, right? And you can yeah. drop that. Imagine saying that to your parents. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I would have gotten slapped. Oh, my God. I'd still be fucking grounded. (laughs) So even better, um, yesterday, uh, it was after we decided to do this story, um, yesterday he decided not to to run, which is a benefit, a bonus for Uh, us. Well, it's it's just an example of our power. That's right. He got wind of our doing this podcast and said, well, I got to quit. There's there's no hope for me That's now. That's right. Um, yeah. So uh, yesterday morning, a Sarasota newspaper, newspaper released a letter from Martin Hyde. And I'm going to read it just because I think it's beautiful. Um, it said, first, let me say what some of you have seen of me during a traffic stop on Valentine's Day of all days was not an isolated incident. People tend to equivocate and talk about extenuating factors or claim it's not indicative of who I am. But, sadly, under some circumstances, it is who I am. I am known to be aggressive verbally, and to an extent, on occasion, that's been applauded when the subject of my comments is someone who is doing something that people don't want to be done. People like someone to stand behind, and, both in terms of girth and character, I'm one of those people who people with a beef like to have on their side. In this occasion, though, it was a Sarasota police officer who was doing nothing more than her job. I admit that I did expect the reception that I get from most local cops, which is a positive one, because I have fought, in my aggressive manner, on their behalf on everything from officer pay to internal affairs matters. At the point when I realized that my rather silly statement, do you know who I am, wasn't going to work, I should have shut up and let it go, but I didn't. Unfortunately, instead of restraint and a little humility, it was righteous indignation that ran through my veins. <laughs> the result was a video that showed me at my rather pathetic worst, and for which no apology or explanation is likely to be accepted. Nor should it be. However, I will say this one more time, for posterity. I am sorry, Officer Julia Beskin. I am not sorry, as many will say, because I got caught. I am sorry because I let so many people down. I am sorry because I let down all of the people who supported me, people who had reasonably hoped that I had learned my lesson from before. I am sorry because in a democracy without congressional term limits, I have taken away the opportunity for people to make changes in a stagnant system that rewards incumbency over innovation and true local representation. 
I was prepared to use my limited resources to mount a congressional campaign based on equity as opposed to elitism, which is the irony of the manner of my demise. I hope that the hundreds of calls that I got on my cell phone from all over the United States telling me what a fat, entitled person I am will not only get me back to eating properly, but to also be mindful that it is how we are at our worst that defines our progress at adults. Obviously, I have some way to go, but with God's guidance, I hope that I will get better over time. I will end on a positive note, positive, that is, in terms of being liberating, because I will not be constrained by towing the party line going forward. The Sarasota County Republican Party is controlled by a small group of self-appointed elites and special interests that I have never liked, and now I can say that. <laughs> All of the current statehouse representatives, with the exception of one, are from wealthy, influential families who use their money to get them into office. All of them crave higher office, despite doing nothing to have earned the elected offices that they now hold. And until we do something about this form of elitism, my childish behavior will pale in comparative importance. The end. Uh, so, number one, he's funding his own campaign for the tune of $164,000, or was funding right. his own campaign. But number two, right. that is the most beautiful letter I have ever heard. <laughs> it does so much work. And I am going to say yeah. that if I was his PR person, I would be sitting back right now applauding myself. That was <laughs> a beautiful piece of work. He's a dick, he's yes. a total dick. He yes. continues to be a dick, yeah, but shamelessly. like the fact that he says, I'm a dick. I know I'm a dick. There you go. I'm a dick in your service is basically what he was saying. <laughs> I'm a dick for you, America. Oh, no, thanks, Mr. Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> it's going so, to be the first time. I'm not huh? saying it. Keep going. Okay, I was going to say, as you alluded to, um, he has had other run-ins um, with his temper being the cause. So when he ran for Sarasota City Commission in 2019, um, he suggested that he would drop out of the race after a video went viral showing him berating Puerto Rican teens at the Bath and Racquet Club in Sarasota. So he confronted a teenage Puerto Rican tennis player and told him to cut the grass. I mean, you know. Right. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, I... Yeah, you know, coming from a Trump Republican, not a fucking surprise. Yeah. So no surprise I'm at not all. shocked. Um, he, what a, no. I mean, just what a cock. What an absolute fucking worst bad person Absolutely. who should not and be I in political that office. The teenagers said that he offered them $50,000 to give them, to give him the recording of him saying what he did. Um but they refused. Well, they never would have seen and that he money. That. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, he said, she said. It, yeah, exactly. But, uh, uh, he, they, he would never have given them that money. No, he never would have given it to them, I'm sure. Um, he was banned from the racket club, and he um, he did not uh, drop out of the race, but he did lose to incumbent commissioner Liz Alpert. Um, even earlier in 2011, his ex-wife, Martina Lasiak, had filed a petition for injunction for protection against domestic violence. The petition alleged that Hyde repeatedly used unprintable words to describe her, made threats, and contended that, quote, there is a history of physical, emotional, and psychological abuse. One allegation in the request for an injunction was that Hyde blocked her car while she was trying to leave his home with their son one evening and shined a flashlight in her eyes, and that's detailed in a corresponding incident report she made with the Sarasota Police Department that night. 
Hyde, of course, dismissed the incidents as unfounded or one-sided accounts. Our relationship was strained. I'll be the first to admit, but that's why people get divorced, he said. But I take exception with the illusion that it was anywhere beyond harsh words. Well, hi, harsh words can be domestic. Harsh words are abusive, yeah. right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so he said that he sometimes rubs people the wrong way, and he regularly joked, you don't have to like me, just his ideas, in his speeches at candidate forums. But he says any accusations that he is dangerous or a, quote, active social misfit, unquote, are unfounded and potentially defamatory. Um, some police officers even have reported that they had several encounters with him over more than a decade. Uh, in late 2015, one SPD officer called back up to help with what an incident report describes as a belligerent and intoxicated Hyde during the officer's investigation of a collision between a shuttle bus and a parked car on Hyde Street. Hyde dismissed several reports as one-sided accounts by officers who had been disrespectful to him. <laughs> <laughs> In 2017, he said, I am strident to the point of rudeness, in some people's opinion, on matters about which I'm passionate, which I make no bones about. It does not make me a bad person or a dangerous one. It makes me human. And for that, I make no apology. What a... F I'm sorry. What a... Isn't what he a the dick. worst? Yes, that's like... Listen, I would fight Hitler. I'm not for violence. But I was practicing on this woman how that's I right. would fight Hitler. <laughs> If he came back to life. <laughs> That's exactly what he's saying, basically. Yeah. Oh, man. I um, mean, so you know, I don't even know what to do with him. <laughs> I know what to do. Rate the apology. Oh, but no, it's hard because that... So it's shitty apologies. Worst fucking... Well, is he the yes. worst fucking person? To quote Mr. Hyde, there are many terrible things in the world, much <laughs> worse than what's happening here. <laughs> yeah. But Mr. Hyde, we're fighting them. We're fighting them by mocking you. So I hope you will join in on the fun and punch yourself in the face. No, that's not funny. Yeah. But, uh, um, so zeros across the board, right? Except that letter <laughs> is a fucking 10. It's a, it's a, it's a piece. The, it's a masterpiece. For the work that it does. I don't say that it, it doesn't, it, 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 I don't even. It doesn't exonerate no, him in any way. No, not at all. And it's not an apology, but at the same time, no. it does so much work to make him look good. <laughs> and if you want to believe in him, right, if you're a little Trumpy, it's like, yeah. well, all right, hey, Paul, I don't know why I'm doing that accent. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a very Trumpy accent. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, can I do one? Oh, you bet I can. Um, but I also don't want to offend anybody in Peach Glen, Pennsylvania. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, the letter the letter is a masterpiece. I, I give the letter a zero in terms of it being a good apology, but as like a study and and uh, a PR move. Uh huh. Textbook. <laughs> I give everything a two out of ten. Two for the entertainment factor. I was um, shocked. I was literally shocked. <laughs> a two? That's too I think, high. It's, I think it's a self-serving apology from a repeat offender who makes no promises to change his behavior. So it would get a zero except for the entertainment factor. It gets a two. On the entertainment side, it does... Yeah, tens across the board for me. Um, I mean, there, there's there are a lot of tens here. They're just all like not for the right thing. Yeah, they're on the wrong yeah. side. In, in terms of the apology, it's real shitty. Um, right. But yeah, that video is worth watching only because 
there there are those moments when when you get a little uh, self-righteous, not you, but people in general, me, there are those moments yeah. when I get self-righteous and I recognized that in him. I recognized the tone. I recognized the, how can I frame the situation so that you understand how wrong you are? <laughs> uh, Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it wasn't comfortable. Mr. Hyde, thank you for holding a mirror up to the world so that we could all see ourselves. <laughs> you truly are America and Australia's champion. Yay or not. Um, so, okay. So we give him a, a, a one out of 10 combined on average, which is okay. Um, you know, for what, for what he well, said, uh, he deserves, he deserves a zero really, but we'll give him a one just for the entertainment factor. Um, so do you have, Theo, uh, an apologies expected or a who's sorry now this week? I do. I have a, I have a rather unfortunate apology expected and, and probably not a lot of humor here. Um, and I don't think it's an apology that, that we'll get, but I think, uh, uh, Russia should apologize for attacking a peaceful nation. Oh, that's a big yeah. one. Yep. But it plays into bullying. It plays into, right. uh, one person's what political manipulation of, of a system for his own benefit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it plays into the comment about the cop being from Russia. Um, so that's where I was like, Oh, Russia. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. right. The war. Um, and on that front, I'll, I'll leave that there because like I said, there, there's nothing fun I can think of that no. would be humorous. It's, uh, it's I awful. agree with you though. Yeah. The, the apologies are definitely uh, owed, but well, none will be given. No, and Putin has basically two choices here, right? He can't withdraw at this point because he'll look weak, and this whole thing was done to show, like, I'm strong. Right, um, right. So he, he'll he have to be deposed. That's just it, the Russian oligarchs. I hope that happens. Uh, I really hope that yeah. happens because the alternative is not pretty. No, well, yeah. And this is the thing that really fucking pisses me off, and I realize we're sort of at the end of the show, but... Um, it occurred to me, remember growing up? Of course you do. Yes. And remember the threat of nuclear annihilation that we lived yes. under? And, and people look at Gen X and they're like, why are you so disinfected? And why why don't you care? Because right. uh, I grew up expecting that I was going to disappear. in dead a, any day. Yeah, vaporized. Yeah. Uh, that my shadow was going to grace a sidewalk and that would be all that was left right. of me. Right. Right. Because of nuclear radiation and... Yeah, and I don't like being back in that world, and that's no. exactly where Putin has put us. And so, yep. um, yeah, so I'm going to order a cheese pizza and get really high and watch the Hallmark Channel today. I was just thinking, I just suddenly had this urge to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Self-care is the only care. I have a slice of cake in the oven or in the refrigerator for my birthday, so maybe I'll break into that Wait early. a minute. You have a cake in the oven? What? No, the refrigerator. So, oh. Free... <laughs> I meant refrigerator. You already got it. Your birthday is like in three <laughs> more days. I ordered a slice of cake and I also ordered a little tiny like cake cake. So I have uh, my birthday is in three days. <laughs> I'm going to have a slice of cake on my on the day before my birthday, which is when we go to the nice hotel that we're going to be hanging out at the resort. Um, and then on my birthday, I'm going to have a piece of cake. And then the next day I might have a piece of cake. And that's it. 
Well, all right. That's <laughs> although I'm going to say I would eat the whole cake on my birthday and then another whole cake the day after. So, well, that's an option. That could happen. Yeah, yeah. It, you never know. I like cake. It, I love what cake. kind of cake, cake you is have. The best thing in the world. Vanilla, my favorite vanilla cake with vanilla frosting. I like I that, it. but um, every now and then chocolate, but not for birthday cake. Every now and then chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like strawberry too. Strawberry cake, if you can find it, it's good. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, well, try it sometime if you see it. Never. Um, okay, so I do have an apology yes, expected, please. real quick. Um, Delta Airlines moved a black woman to the back of the plane. Um, so what happened was um, this woman named Camille Henderson said she got on a flight from Atlanta to San Francisco, sat down in 15A. A couple women got on the plane later and sat down next to her in 15B and C. They were complaining that they had had first-class tickets, although they didn't have first-class tickets. Um, they, were, they said they were supposed to have been seated in first class and were complaining about how little room they had. Um, so what happened was one of the flight attendants asked Camille to move to the back of the plane to give these two bitchin' women more room. So Camille moved to the back of the plane because she didn't want to be this, like, uh, unruly black woman or whatever she said. Um, But she was embarrassed, and she called Delta to ask them to apologize, and they refused to apologize, and they said, well, we don't owe you anything. Um, You you were moved to a different location in the same class of service. We we can't give you any money, and there's no reason for an apology. Um, So... um, they did nothing, and she says, she told the Daily Beast, I want Delta to apologize. We cannot have conversations about white people's conveniences at the expense of black people being inconvenienced. People focus on the big events, the George Floyds, all of the people that are unjustly killed by police, red linings, food deserts, all these things that happen on a larger scale. But we're not necessarily talking about the microaggressions, actions that happen every single day to black people. I'm not looking for anything from Delta. I'm not looking to be compensated. It's just a simple acknowledgement of a situation that they put me through that made me feel dehumanized and i say good for her and delta had better apologize absolutely and it's i get that from delta's perspective she simply moved a seat and she didn't change class status um but at the same time even even if they would have done the same thing to a white guy right right it's still you should say something like i'm really sorry that that situation happened of course Really sorry to inconvenience yeah. you. It's just a simple. That's as all that. you have to do. We're not you know? going to apologize. She had had a window seat, and they moved her, I think, to an aisle seat, which in itself um, should have gotten an apology because it wasn't the type of seat that she had wanted. So she. What? I was just thinking that Martin Hyde was probably the pilot of that uh, Delta airline. <laughs> Listen, you shut up. You're moving. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's it. Well, what a wonderful world we live in. It is just filled with sunshine and roses and daisies. (laughs) So exciting. For now, until Vladimir Putin blows it all up. Um, Yeah, hopefully not. Yeah, so if you've listened this far into the show, fight Putin. Fight him hard. Absolutely. Uh, Go go protest if you protest. Buy a plane ticket Um, for Martin Hyde to Russia. So... <laughs> he can go be belligerent yeah. to Putin. Yeah, there we go. Win win. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for the listening to us today, and thanks for the thumbs up and thumbs down. No. <laughs> <laughs> no more thumbs down, you bitches. Stop it. All right, thumbs up only. All right, bye everybody. <laughs> See you next week. Bye.
listening to Apologies Accepted, the podcast. You can find links to the articles and the sources in the show notes. To submit an apology or find out more, visit us at ApologiesAccepted.net, where you can also find our merchandise. We're on Twitter at Apologies Accepted. And on Instagram at Apologies.Accepted. You can support our important work at Patreon forward slash Apologies Accepted. And fuck Facebook. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.